0: Far turn. Medina Spirit is still the leader here, and Mandaloon comes on the scene on the outside, a half length behind. The central quality is put to pressure. Hot Rod Shirley right in behind the leaders. Flavian Pratt asking him to go now as they make their way to the top of the stretch. Medina Spirit and Mandalone are stride for stride. Hot Rod Shirley and a central quality closing on the outside. The four of them come into the final furlong. Alone fighting for the front. Medina Spirit battles on. Hot Rod Charlie on the outside. And Central Quality on the far outside. The four of them heading to the finish in the Kentucky Derby. Here's the wire. Bob Beffer does it again. Medina Spirit has won the
1: Kentucky. What's Derby. up everybody? And welcome into the very first episode of the Dirtiest Two Minutes in Sports. A podcast presented by the Syracuse Law Podcast Network. My name is Paul Smythe and I'll be your host. You can catch me on Twitter at Paulie Smythe and Instagram at PaulSmythe10. Now I want to take you back to a uh, February 2018 afternoon. Uh, I was a senior in college at the time. I was sitting on my college uh, couch having a few beers with my friends and I got a text from my cousin that said uh, there was a horse about to run at Santa Anita that we needed to bet. And I said to him, uh, okay, what's his name? He said the horse's name is Justify. Uh, He was debuting for Hall of Fame trainer Bob Baffert um, in a maiden special weight race out at Santa Anita. And uh, I've been watching this horse work out, and this horse is going to win the Kentucky Derby. And I remember just almost spilling my beer, laughing at him, saying, are you kidding me? Uh, It's February, the The Kentucky Derby's in two months. This horse isn't even going to make the starting gate, let alone put himself in a uh, race where he'd even qualify for the Kentucky Derby. But yeah, I said, you know what, I'll bet the horse. Um, He said, no, I don't want you to bet the horse to win today. I want you to bet the horse to win the Kentucky Derby. (laughs) And I I remember laughing at him um, even more, Um, uh, but for whatever compelled me to do so, I remember taking uh, $25 and uh, putting it on Justify to win the Kentucky Derby at odds of 75-1, to which in hindsight were incredibly low given the circumstances. Uh, But not only does Justify go on to win uh, the maiden special weight and allowance race about uh, three weeks later, but uh, a month later he goes on to win the Santa Anita Derby and lo and behold on May 5th, uh, 2018, the horse wins the Kentucky Derby and will go on to be Bob Baffert's uh, second Triple Crown winner uh, after American Pharaoh. But it's not Justify who's going to be the star of this podcast. It's his trainer, Hall of Fame trainer Bob Baffert, who's going to be the star of our show. Bob Baffert's style and personality, combined with his success, has made him a target for controversy. Anybody who walks with that swagger, people are going to love or people are going to hate him. He can be described as a wise-ass, irreverent. He'll rub people the wrong way when he speaks his mind. But you know what? Bob Baffert is Mr. Teflon, and there's no denying that he is the face of American thoroughbred horse racing. Bob Baffert has won six Kentucky Derbies. He's trained two Triple Crown winners. He's won countless Breeders' Cup races and he is the center of our sport. However, over 30 horses Baffert has trained have failed drug tests. He's paid out over $20,000 in fines, yet he's banked over $300 million in career earnings. In raw numbers, most of Baffert's medication violations were for exceeding allowed amounts of authorized medications. However, his violations for use of prohibited medications has sparked controversy. In 2021, the post-race test of Kentucky Derby winner Medina Spirit showed 21 picograms of beta-methasone. In Kentucky, in the state where the Kentucky Derby is run, any amount of beta-methasone detected in post-race testing is a violation and could result in disqualification. For Bob Baffert, it was his fifth medication violation in just 13 months. On May 9th, at an impromptu news conference outside of his Churchill Downs barn, Baffert initially said that Medina Spirit was never administered beta-methasone. He told reporters that he would fight the issue both tooth and nail. Nonetheless, Churchill Downs suspended Baffert from entering any horses at the racetrack pending the outcome of an investigation. Baffert responded by saying the situation was like a cancel culture kind of a thing. A remark which has earned him noticeable criticism from the press. Yet yeah, just two days after, on May 11th, Baffert stated Medina Spirit had dermatitis on his left hind leg, for which an ointment containing beta was used. Baffert and his team requested that a split sample uh, of Medina Spirit's testing be done and Churchill Downs, suspended Baffert through the end of the 2023 spring meet, when Medina Spirit's split sample also came back positive for an illegal overage in beta methazone. On May 17th, the New York Racing Association banned Baffert from entering Medina Spirit or any of his other horses in the 2021 Belmont Stakes or in any other race at Belmont Park. On June 14th, 2021, Baffert sued Naira, alleging the association had no authority to suspend his license, and that the suspension without prior notice was a violation of the law. On july fourteenth, the suspension was reversed by U.S. Federal District Court Judge Carol Bagley Amon, who sits in the Eastern District of New York and Brooklyn. The judge made her ruling based on the Naira having not allowed Baffert a forum to refute their claims, and stated that Naira had held no hearing whatsoever, let alone a prompt one. On september tenth, twenty twenty one, Baffert was charged by Naira for conduct detrimental to the best interests of racing. So to say the least, Bob Baffert, Medina Spirit, and the 2021 Kentucky Derby are marred with controversy. So what does that have anything to do with the senior in college who was sitting on his couch, who had just been told that he was going to win about $2,000 when it came down to it, on a horse who would... After that debut, go on to win the Kentucky Derby. Well, in a sense, it changed my opinion of Bob Baffert. And if anything, it's made me look at Bob Baffert and his impact on horse racing through rose-colored lenses. The people who I introduced to the sport say, well, why would we like this guy? He's bad for the sport. He drugs his horses. He's a cheat. But to me, Bob Baffert was somewhat a hero Uh, not only did I win money that day but I thought to myself wow this is something that I would like to be involved with for the rest of my life not only is it fun to go to the track not only is it fun to root your horse home but the day in day out of the sport is something that is unique it's fun it's captivating and there's a hell of a lot of controversy behind the scenes But it should be known to you, the listener, that I don't really know how I feel about Bob Baffert anymore. I once loved the guy, I once thought he was the best thing for the sport, and I once thought he was innocent. But I don't know if I can say that anymore. So as we go through this podcast, I want you to walk through this journey with me, looking at Bob Baffert's history, looking at the 2021 Kentucky Derby looking at the death of Medina Spirit and the tragedy behind the scenes and really come to grips with who Bob Baffert is, what it means for the sport of horse racing, and where we can go today. Let's listen in to a few minutes of Bob Baffert's appearance on the Dan Patrick show via NBC Sports, in which in the days after Medina Spirit's positive test, he refuted the presence of beta methazone in the horse's system.
2: Okay, once you find out what has happened, do you do, you know, inventory with your staff where anybody could have possibly administered this to this horse without your knowledge? Well, usually it's, that, that specific drug is usually, uh, it's, it can be injectable, but uh, the horse wasn't injected with that. So we're, we're going through different, we we checked, make sure that nobody had any special creams. You know, I'm learning about it right now, uh, but nobody nobody that handled the horse that handled the horse uh, had any creams or anything like that. So we we just don't know where this came from. Do you think you've been sabotaged? I think I don't know if I was sabotaged indirectly. I think it could have been somebody handled this horse, touched it. Because at those levels, it's very minute. It's, it's at a level that it wouldn't affect the horse. And it's scary, they're scary levels because I've had this uh, this problem before. When did you find out that this inquiry was going on? I was on my way to uh, California on, um, was it, Friday? Saturday, Saturday, I mean. And um, I got a call from my assistant trainer, uh, Jimmy Barnes in uh, Louisville. And he told me something horrible has just happened. And I thought one of the horses had gotten hurt. And he says, we've just been served with that, our horse, derby horse tested positive for beta methazone. And I immediately, you know, called the, the stewards there and want to know what's going on. This is not, something's not right. Uh, it's gotta be, and I I told them they need to test, get hair samples immediately, let's get some DNA. This has to be a mistake. And it still could be. I'm hoping it's a mistake. Maybe it was a wrong horse or whatever. But uh, you know, the, uh, it's something that I've got an investigation team working on it. But uh, it, it, it's horrible, uh, Dan. It's something that uh, I would, you know, it's I would never risk my reputation. And I train for, you know, the great horses, and and I train for great clients. And it's just, it just, it doesn't make sense. And but it's hard to, you know. People in the horse industry, they, they they understand.
1: Bob Baffert was barred from triple crown races after Medina Spirit tested positive for a prohibitive drug at the 2021 Kentucky Derby. But to this day, owners keep sending him expensive horses, and he keeps winning. Bob Baffert is a staple in horse racing, has been, was, and will be as the sport progresses on. But let's have a candid discussion about the 2021 Kentucky Derby. What happened, where we are today, and where we'll go in the future. Leading up to the Derby, it wasn't Medina Spirit who was the horse to beat. It was Essential Quality, a colt trained by Brad Cox. Essential Quality was undefeated. He had just come out of a dominating win in the 2021 Bluegrass Stakes at Keeneland. And he was the prohibitive favorite at 2-1. to one. Yet the Kentucky-born trainer Brad Cox has never won a Kentucky Derby, and his ability to win the race was squarely in question. But Bob Baffert's wasn't, except this time he was coming into the race with an unknown contender. Medina Spirit entered the race at fifteen to one odds. A successful colt in his own way, this horse had never really uh, established himself at the top tier of the of the division. Uh, the horse won his uh, maiden race at five and a half Furlongs at Lausanne, uh in December of 2020. Um, had a on-and-off-again record coming into the race. His uh, lone win after his maiden race was in the Robert B. Lewis. Uh, and then he got his qualifying points with a second-place finish in the Santa Anita Derby in California behind Rock Your World. Uh, the horse was, however, attracting the services of Hall of Fame jockey Johnny Velasquez, and we knew that he was going to be on the pace, he was going to be the horse, probably with the lead turning for home. Just did he have the the stamina of the horse, the the balls to hold off the contenders. Now, uh, further complicating my uh, love for Bob Baffert, I too uh, wagered on Medina Spirit in this race uh i had 20 dollars across the board on uh, medina spirit uh and i was pretty confident in his uh, ability to control the race from the start um you know as i'm watching the replay as we sit here he set pretty decent fractions he got to the lead pretty easily uh he had a a fairly long shot um contender on his outside for much of the race and soup and sandwich and his main dangers, uh, Mandaloon and Hot Rod Charlie and Essential Quality were all sitting in the front uh, front of the pack, about four or five lengths off Medina Spirit as we get up the backside here. Uh, Medina Spirit ran pretty comfortably. Um, he took little pressure from Soup and Sandwich on the backside and really was able to uh, calm down and, and just run a comfortable loping pace along. Uh, he ran three quarters in 111-2, and, 1.11 and two. not fast by any means, and uh, we're certainly going to set him up for uh, the ability to finish with some punch coming home. So as we get to the top of the stretch here, as you heard in the intro to the podcast, you'll hear that uh, it really looks like he's about to fold at the, uh, the quarter pole, but the uh, experienced Johnny Velasquez, who at the time had won five Kentucky Derbies, uh, hits him with a left hand at about the quarter pole. He looks Mandaloon in the eyes, and he he just really digs in. And uh, his main contenders, Hot Rod Charlie and Essential Quality, and of course Mandaloon really just can't get to him. And, um, you know, as Bob Baffert says, this little son of Protonico did something that he even he was uh, not suspecting. And uh, it truly was a sight to behold. I remember going crazy. I was at my aunt and uncle's, and uh, I think I was the only one in that room that bet on Medina Spirit that uh, day, and uh, I I truly was happy, and uh, at no point did I think uh, we were about to get uh, what we we ended up getting in the next 24 hours. In the days following Medina Spirit's victory in the Kentucky Derby, it's leaked to the press that the horse failed a post-race sample for a drug called beta-methasone. Beta-methasone is a steroid used to reduce inflammation in the horse's joints and is technically not considered a performance enhancing drug. It is legal in certain amounts in the state of Kentucky where the Derby is run and in California where Bob Baffert does most of his training and where Medina Spirit was trained leading up to the Kentucky Derby. But there is a consensus in the horse racing industry that it can give horses an advantage over those who do not have beta in their system. And for this reason, all injections of beta must cease 14 days prior to a horse being entered. That's 14 days prior to the horse running in a race. That's 14 days prior to the horse running in the Kentucky Derby. There is also the issue about how much beta was in the Medina Spirit system on race day. According to the test results, Medina Spirit tested positive for 21 picograms in his blood. A picogram essentially is a trillionth of a gram, and it's measured in milliliters. Uh, experts say that in a horse of Medina Spirit's size, and a thoroughbred racehorse, there's roughly 50,000 milliliters of blood in a horse. So for every milliliter of blood... 21 picograms of the sample should appear. Um because testing in thoroughbred horse racing has gotten so particular, it's likely very difficult to cover up a positive test of this uh this amount. So, to uh Bob Baffert stands out there given his uh lengthy history with drug overages and his uh, the, the spotlight of the Kentucky Derby in general, one could easily argue why would Bob Baffert test the limits on the stages uh, of the Kentucky Derby uh, in the game's biggest stages in its most heightened days when everybody's eyes are on the sport for those fastest two minutes in the game. Why would Bob Baffert test the limits when it's so likely that he would get caught? And to me... A Bob Baffert supporter from the day I joined interest in the game I thought to myself you know what they're right Bob Baffert wouldn't be this stupid to get caught on in this way he wouldn't give this horse uh, a performance enhancing substance he wouldn't give this horse something that he knew was going to cause a positive test when it was very likely he was going to get caught and for this reason I wanted to give him the benefit of the doubt. I wanted to forgive his past sins and say that Bob Baffert didn't know that this horse was getting these particular drugs. Bob Baffert did not do this purposely. In fact, maybe somebody else did it. Maybe Bob Baffert was simply a martyr for the other atrocities in horse racing. But as it comes out, Bob Baffert admits that the horse did receive beta but in fact, that injections ceased within the 14 days and that the horse simply was treated with beta ointment for uh, dermatitis on his hind uh, left hind leg. Um, dermatitis essentially is a rash and a beta ointment was applied to the rash uh, in order to decrease the symptoms of, of the disease. Baffert's other excuse was that betamethasone used to be a threshold drug in the state of Cal- uh, in the state of Kentucky, meaning that you could have betamethasone in your horse's system on race day, um, but uh, today that that is not true. It used to be the fact that you could have 10 picograms until actually August of 2020, when the Kentucky Thoroughbred Club. Uh, decrease this threshold to zero. So it was actually relatively recently that the uh, that the Kentucky officials said that no beta betamethasone was uh, allowed in the horse's system, and this um, uh, this overage issue was a a point of contention in ba- in Baffert's camp. Baffert said that while well, he didn't know that the rules had changed and because of this he didn't uh, knowingly administer beta-methasone and this amount to the horse. Of course, for those that uh, think Baffert is guilty, this doesn't fly. Uh, they look at Baffert as the ultimate um, arbiter of his his craft uh, and to um, for him to come up with these excuses were simply... Uh, inexcusable and because of that Bob Baffert was crucified in the media Bob Baffert was suspended from many of the major racetracks Uh, while he was allowed to run in the Preakness Naira suspended him and Medina Spirit was not allowed to participate in the third leg of the Triple Crown and Baffert's horses have not been allowed to run in the state of New York since they've not been allowed to run in the state of Kentucky under his name and it was just in the past month that Baffert's suspension was lifted in the state of New York and we'll see him uh, potentially run in races like the Belmont Stakes and over the summer at Saratoga. Bob Baffert fought this positive overage tooth and nail in the uh in the courts. He had multiple hearings before uh the Kentucky Supreme Court in which officials alleged that Bob Baffert was negligent in the care of his Uh, Stable, he knowingly administered beta methazone to Medina Spirit, and they cited past instances of when Bob Baffert has been cited by Kentucky racing officials, by California racing officials, by New York racing officials, in which he had overages and other horses not named Medina Spirit as uh, examples of creating a culture of blatant negligence And disdain for the rules of the game as reasons to justify uh, his suspension from their tracks until he was able to show that uh, not only he would not damage the reputation of the game going forward, but he could be properly punished for Medina Spirits overage and the mockery that it caused the game in the aftermath of the 2021 Kentucky Derby. Today, mandaloon a horse trained by brad cox is recognized as the official winner of the 2021 kentucky derby as the suspension and the disqualification of medina spirit has been officially upheld by the kentucky horse racing commission so if you're going down to the kentucky derby for 2023 Uh, Potentially see Forte, the Todd Pletcher trainee, uh, win the Derby, give Irad Ortiz Jr. uh, his first riding uh, victory in the Kentucky Derby. You won't see any mention of this small, brilliant son of Protonico, Medina Spirit, uh, as the 2021 winner. You'll see no mention of that day. You'll see no history of that day. You only see Mandaloon's name in the jockey room, in the paddock, but you really won't see much about that day. That day has been erased from horse racing history. Bob Baffert has been crucified on the cross in horse racing, and many people have tried to scrub that from the lore of the game. But I still can't say that was the right thing to do. Bob Baffert simply was at the right time and place to be crucified for his actions. I think Bob Baffert had it coming for him. I mean, there's no way that uh, Bob Baffert was completely innocent in all these dwellings. Like I said at the beginning, he's been suspended or cited, I should say, 30 times for drug overages. Um, It's been long suspected that Bob Baffert was not the cleanest of trainers. But at the same time, I can tell you from somebody who watches horse racing weekend out and uh, more than just the biggest days of the year, that Bob Baffert, A, is not the only one drugging his horses. B, is not the only one under the microscope day in and day out and C, is not the biggest problem in horse racing. There are far greater issues with the sport that keeps it from surviving in the mainstream sports media. Today, horse racing is no more for the deaths of horses, the potential inhumane effects of racing these horses, of striking these horses, of putting them through the grind of a racing season. And the great success stories, the secretariats, the American pharaohs, the justifies, and the future winners uh, of a sport that really only captivates the sporting world uh, on the first Saturday in May, when the Preakness comes around two weeks later, and that July Belmont stakes, if, if a horse is running for the Triple Crown. But there's much more into this sport there's a, there's a whole nother podcast that could be done on, uh, the other scandals in this sport that, you know, not like any other sport, uh, really make it a gripping enthralling, and exciting product. Um, there's a lot of money to be made. There's a lot of fun to be had, and there's a lot of history, uh, to be made on a day-to-day basis, which is why I love it. It's something that, uh, I've enjoyed and has brought me closer to my family and friends. My family has been going up to Saratoga uh, since i uh, since I was a little kid, and uh it's really something that I love to watch. I've brought my friends to the races. I know they have a good time, pack a cooler, bet a few bucks here and there. I just have a great day up at the track and um it's uh tough for me to explain these atrocities that come through the news about horse racing when I know that there is so much more that the game can give to people. Which is why I love it. But uh, as, as we as we wrap up the 2021 Kentucky Derby Talk, uh, we can't forget that uh, there is um, progress to be made in the sport. And uh, this is just an example of uh, how far we do have to come uh, in the sport of Kings. So to wrap up the Medina Spirit Saga... On the morning of December 6th, 2021, Medina Spirit was having a routine workout at Santa Anita Park when Medina Spirit suddenly dropped dead on the racetrack uh, shortly after the horse crossed the wire. Uh, A necropsy was performed on Medina Spirit in which it showed he had injuries common in horses dying suddenly, such as an enlarged spleen, swollen lungs foam in his windpipe, and mouth hemorrhages and other tissues. Uh, as for medications, it was found that Medina spirit had only two, uh, two medications in his system, the first being Lasix, which is common in racehorses. It helps them breathe. It helps their lungs recover from the impact of the racing. And appraisal, uh both of which were listed in the Attending Veterinarian's Report, And both which were acknowledged to be injected by Bob Baffert's veterinarians prior to uh, the horse working out that day. So, more or less, uh, Medina's spirit died of a sudden heart attack that had nothing to do with um, the quote-unquote drugs that were in the horse's system. That had nothing to do with the way that Bob Baffert was training but truthfully were a uh, fluke, um, something that happens to horses and, and athletes in general um, following a athletic output. And uh, because of this, the, the mystery, the anomaly of Medina's spirit uh, and his, uh, his day at the races... Uh, truthfully came to a confusing and sad ending. Now it should be noted that following Medina Spirit's run for the Roses, uh, Medina Spirit did contend the preakness in which he finished a non-threatening third. Uh, He would run again twice more that year, winning a stakes race at Del Mar called the Shared Belief Stakes. And a prestigious grade one event at Santa Anita uh, in uh, October that year called The Awesome Again. And Medina Spirit would finish second in the Breeders' Cup Classic. The Breeders' Cup Classic is essentially the Super Bowl of uh, horse racing in which horses from ages 3 and up uh, compete for uh, the Classic Division Award which is the pretty preeminent dirt race um, in the country, really. Medina Spirit never tested positive for a banned substance again, and it should be recognized that his performances legitimized his Kentucky Derby that day. Whether or not it's true that beta methadone had any impact on Medina Spirit's Kentucky Derby victory that day, or that had any impact on his previous efforts, as we don't know how long beta uh really was interacting in his system, if it was a one-time thing, or if uh, Medina's spirit was being treated with a drug in previous races. We do know that Medina's spirit legitimized his performances in future races, And that Medina spirit was a good horse. And and it's unfortunate that we will remember him in the way that we did. But uh, it's no doubt in my mind that the horse was worthy of his victory that day. Now, I don't know if we can say the same about his trainer. Today, Bob Baffert is somebody who should be celebrated for his successes in this game and for taking the game to heights that it has not seen in recent years but at the same time it's you have to ask the question would the game be better off if Bob Baffert wasn't here if Bob Baffert wasn't at the center of our game would the sport be more legitimate in the eyes of the everyday viewer and so that's where I come as we wrap up this podcast you know, Bob Baffert to me was somebody who brought me into this sport, who I associate with some of my fondest memories in the sport. But at the same time, today I see through, uh, for lack of a better way to put it, I can see through his bullshit. Bob Baffert has a way of seducing the horse player to th- thinking that because they went a few dollars on his horses, because his horses are sexy and flashy and uh, give you those uh, jaw-dropping performances, that uh, he's somebody that we should root for. But, uh, you know, I will always look at Bob Baffert's success through lenses that uh, I never thought that I would. Um, I just don't know if we can... Uh, legitimize his success in the game based on all these allegations surrounding him Uh, I truly believe when there's smoke there's fire and there has always been a hell of a lot of smoke around Bob Baffert and because of that Bob Baffert's uh, place in the game will always have an asterisk by it just like Barry Bonds home run record is tarnished just like Roger Clemens' strikeout record is tarnished, these will be things that the sports and the horse racing enthusiasts will always have to view with an asterisk behind them, because Bob Baffert's legacy is legitimately tarnished from his own actions, and that's the, frankly the way we got to look at it. And uh, I, you know, I respect you if you think that Bob Baffert's clean. I respect you if you think that Bob Afford is the dirtiest person in the world, but there's one thing that we can't ignore, and that's that this did happen. It changed the sport forever. In the 147 years at the time that the Kentucky Derby had run, only three horses had ever been disqualified. Medina Spirit was the second horse to ever be disqualified for medication purposes, and will be someone that uh, will always be remembered for what happened that in aftermath of the race, not what happened on the track that day. Luckily, they didn't take my money. I still got to keep the money that I made on the horse. But I know a lot of people who bet Mandaloon that day at 28-1 to 1 were pissed off that Bob Baffert had the stones to drug his horse, allegedly, on that day. So I hope that through this podcast, you can take a look at the world of horse racing and make your own judgments on Bob Baffert. You can look at the circumstances behind Medina Spirits' disqualification in the 2021 Kentucky Derby. And you yourself can make your judgment on Bob Baffert. Is he guilty? Is he not guilty? And I want you to ask yourself as the listener... Whether you're an everyday viewer of horse racing or whether you only bet a couple bucks on the first Saturday in May every year. Does Bob Baffert change the way that you view the sport? And will Bob Baffert change the way that you consume the sport? Because at the end of the day, all that I care about is that the listener of this podcast gives horse racing a chance. As a 26-year-old kid... um, fresh out of law school, I'm, I'm not really the uh, the demographic that horse racing and horse players uh, usually appear as. And I know that. And, and because of that, I think I have a unique viewpoint of the sport. And I hope that as you listen and as you've listened to this podcast, you can use what I have experienced in the game to form your own opinions of the sport and, uh, and think about Well, maybe I'll tune in more than uh, just that first Saturday in May in the Kentucky Derby and give this sport a chance because I think there's a lot of good in the game. I think there's a lot of opportunity for this game to grow. And certainly, whether it's with Bob Baffert or not, this sport is going on. It's happening. It's right before eyes. And it's going places that even me and everyday viewers of the sport... Can't possibly imagine that it will go. So thank you for listening to the Dirtiest Two Minutes in Sports. I'll catch you guys next time. And uh, good luck at the races. Thanks.
0: This horse was a young, much-loved, extraordinary racehorse. First race was just last year. Ten starts in all. More than $3.5 million in earnings. One half of the races he ever entered, including the Kentucky Derby earlier this spring, and that is where the controversy that you mentioned kicks in. After the race, Medina Spirit tested positive for something called betamethasone. Now, Bob Baffert, the trainer, who is a huge figure in horse racing in this country, nearly 50-year career, super suave, very successful. He said, listen, this betamethasone was just in a skin ointment that we were putting on the horse. This was not injected. We were not breaking the rules. And in fact, I've just been texting with his lawyer who said that Just last week, an independent analysis of the sample from the horse proves that they were were not breaking the rules. But the Kentucky Horse Racing Commission says that their investigation, they tell me, is still ongoing. So there is still a small cloud hanging over this racehorse, but it was a much-loved horse. How this horse actually died? Well, Baffert says it was a heart attack. We've heard from the track this morning, they say it was a probable cardiac rest.